and welcome to the RWA podcast. I'm Paul Counter. I am the Business Development Manager for Real World Analytics, and you're listening to Real World NHS Insights. In each episode, we'll bring you industry insights using the latest NHS data to keep you updated on the trends and changes that might affect you from a business point of view. Today, I'll be chatting with Adele Curran, Chief Customer Officer of Real World Analytics. We're going to be looking through all of that latest NHS data and not just any data, but of course, this month we're analysing the end of year data. So we're going to take a real overview of what we've seen over the last 12 months. Uh, Welcome to the podcast, Adele. Thanks, Paul. Great to be here, as always. As always, as always. It's incredible how quickly they come around and we see new data uh, coming out. The the podcast's always a pleasure to record, uh, but they always seem to jump up on us a little bit. Anyway, without further ado, let's jump into the the data and uh, we'll give you guys an overview of of what I'm sure you may already know. Uh, Then I'm going to ask Adele to give us her thoughts on the the information that we're seeing. So we're going to look at item benchmarking by division. Uh, This again for the the March 2021 data. Um, We're seeing on our graphs a, a lot of red arrows Um, Those of you that already use the system will know we like to use a fairly uh, intuitive traffic light style system with a lot of our data. So red, not so good, amber uh, down the middle of the road and the more green arrows you're getting on your reports from us, obviously, the better you're doing. So we're seeing quite a swing on those green arrows. It's been nothing like an ordinary year. So perhaps we were expecting to see these anyway, but I'll just give you some of the, the top line figures. So uh, growth in the last month, so that's March 21, being compared with March 20. Uh, the grand total of items dispensed by UK Community Pharmacy actually down 4.3%. Now that is a, a huge 3.8 million, uh, sorry, 3.9 million items. So quite a, a chunky number there. Uh, if we look back over the last 12 months, uh, we can see that the Item growth is actually negative 1.6%. So that's 15.8 million. So as we've already said, we we knew this year was going to be very different to every other, and that's that's certainly reflected um, in the figures. Adele, you'll you'll obviously better glean a lot more from these numbers than I can. I know you mm. you've seen a few things that are interesting in there, so perhaps you you can share your thoughts. Yeah. So um, you mentioned that uh, that. Um, we're down 15.8 million items over the 12 months of the last NHS, NHS year, down 1.6%. Interesting enough, and you know, uh, not great news. If you remove the growth on the online pharmacy, we're actually down uh, 2.9% overall, the rest of the industry, which is a staggering 26 million items down. Now, not hugely surprising, given the year that we had. Um, we had um, 
probably most affected um, the medical centres. Um, so, you know, we look at pharmacy types as well as, you know, just individual group divisions. So we've got, you know, high street pharmacies, medical centres, rural community, and then your online or distance selling. Your medical centres were the hardest hit in the COVID year, down 4% year on year. So, you know, last year, sorry, two years ago, we we had a lot of customers moving more out of main streets and into the medical centers, um, which, you know, in hindsight, you know, if we if we all knew uh, yesterday what we know today, we'd all be millionaires. But, um, you know, it was a it was a bad move heading into COVID. So, you know, because a lot of the medical centers were only half open. Um, also, the medical centers are directly affected by the acute so the acute um, patients were, you know, practically non-existent for most of the, the winter season, um, all at home, um, you know, with their masks on. So, you know, not a lot of acute going on. So the acute, the acute category themselves down about 20% year on year. That kind of accounts for an awful lot of items. Um, you know, the, the biggest hit as as we saw continuously during the year was the corporates down um you know 28 28 million um i suppose you do have the flip and balance between lloyds and echo there and a bit of who's eating whose dinner type thing so there was there was quite a bit of movement around there so some of the the growth of 12 million in online pharmacy um could be incorporate some of the decline in um the the corporate side okay yeah so we're, um, we're seeing the same items effectively move between one organization really from a, a bricks and mortar yeah. yes it, it doesn't account for all of it mind you but yeah. it does account yeah. for but a funnily enough and actually quite nice to look at is that a lot of the independents are actually doing okay you know because a lot of independents you'll find them in uh, in the communities, on the high street, they're less likely to be in the medical centres because you need a lot of funding to be able to put into yourself into a medical centre. So the generally bigger groups have got um, uh, uh, their pharmacies situated in the medical centres. So the independents actually kind of did well overall. Um, they were 1.2% up year on year, which is which is you know, three million items. So, so that that's a good news story for the independent pharmacist out there. Yeah, no, absolutely. And it, so it sounds like what you're saying really is that is, whilst we're not enjoying looking at all these red arrows, perhaps that is a, 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 a temporary issue. We're expecting these patients, we're expecting these items to, to come back in future. This is almost a, a, a sort of COVID blip caused by the extreme situation we've been in. Yeah, and, and really until we see, you know, the more numbers coming so you know we're 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 basically when we're looking at march figures there's a whole year of covid there against the whole year not of covid you know yeah. so so you know march this year we're, we're heading towards reopening um a little bit more leniency on people being out and about and quite a big um uh, inroads into the vaccine rollout in the uk so you know we would be hoping to see that the the numbers april may and june you know, start rising, and and when we look back, uh, twenty one, twenty two year, um, we we should be seeing a a considerable increase on the twenty twenty one year. Okay, okay, and um, I know that uh, we recently recorded a a webinar, Dalwood, which I certainly found 
fascinating. You were talking about these acute patients that have sort of gone gone missing for the past year and saying, well, there's no real opportunity, isn't there, for pharmacies to actually make sure that they're capturing a big chunk of those. Yeah, of course, because, well, you see, I think the baseline patient, your regular everyday patient, you know, your one that comes into you every single month, they've become more compliant because we've moved more towards electronic. We moved the electronic numbers from the mid 80s last year to up to the mid 90s this year. There's less than 4% of the items now come from patients that are not electronic, which is massive. The massive move makes a lot more compliance. Also, the the electronic repeat dispensing has moved considerably from you know three to four percent last year, right up to fifteen percent now. So with the the higher items and uh, the higher visits uh, for your regular patients, that is a very good baseline. And you're, what you're doing is you're going into the twenty one twenty two year building. With for your acute building with your services and bringing in more patients, you know the 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 your your regular patients, your electronic patients, your EPS patients are going to be there. They're going to be there now because that's what they're used to. They're used to getting a digital um, prescription sent to their pharmacy, a a prescription delivered to their door. Happy days. They're not going anywhere. Your development is in your privates, in your services, and in your acutes. Okay. Thanks for that. Well, let's move on then to services. You, you just mentioned services, and that links us on quite nicely, I guess, to, to what we want to look at next, which again, I suppose, is the, the tale of a, a year during COVID, during lockdowns. Um, it's uh, March 2021, and the, the previous 11 months all rolled in. So uh, we I guess we would expect to see a, a big gap here between what the NHS initially requested community pharmacy to do uh, and, and what got delivered. But I mean, we yeah. certainly know some of the groups we work with are really going above and beyond to try and make sure this service was available to patients and then as many um, of those patients that need those services as possible were able to access them. But I'm looking here at uh, the, the last month that we have data for, so March 2021. The, the missed opportunity there, so the, the extra amount of revenue that pharmacies and industry could have made had the, the NMS target been maxed out as, as 8.4 million. Over the last year, unfortunately, the, the number's a lot bigger. It's, it's 114.5 million. But um, again, just a, a a totally different time, I guess, to, a totally different way of working to anything we've seen before about. Yeah, I, I suppose. I mean, like when we looked at uh, when you look at the the like twenty the the very early twenty twenty, a lot of uh, there was a lot of drive towards the NMS. So the the contract was being reworked. We were getting rid of MUORs. We weren't doing those anymore. So we were we were going to have to to enhance our bottom line. By, by completing the NMS targets, you know, and getting as close as we possibly could. Um, the MURs, I'll just touch on it before we move on. The, 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 the MURs, we were allowed to do 100 of them for the year, down from the 400 the previous year, which was a big impact in our bottom line. Um, of those 100, you know, we were only really allowed to do NMS again from last November. So we only had a few months to actually get the, the, the sorry, the MURs in and across the line. 
a lot of our a lot of our RWA customers did really well. Um, the average uh, MURs across RWA customers was ninety six, so that was very good across the whole industry. About eighty three. So you know there was a bit missed there. Probably people took up it up a little bit late, maybe December wise, January, and just didn't get them across the line. At MS, I, I just I, I you can see the one the 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 groups who kind of hit the ground running as soon as they were allowed to do um, yeah. um, NMS, you know, allowed to do the services again. Um, you know, the the average of the RWA guides is about 14 uh, per month. And, and you know, when you're looking at a target, an average target of about 45 per month, even that, you know, is nothing to be singing and dancing about. Now, we have customers who reach their target in all of their branches every month and yeah. hats off to them, you know, celebrate them, um, you know, but the the guys, you know, the the rest of the industry is really lagging. You know, they're looking at an average of seven NMS being completed in a month with the target or with the ability to do an average of about 45. That's across the industry. Okay, there's, there's peaks and troughs there. Some uh, pharmacies, the smaller ones can only do 25. You know, some can do 50. You know, it, it, it's about getting a balance in the middle. But, you know, it, it just seems like there's still plenty of opportunity in NMS there you know yeah. this uh, and and i think the the pmrs are getting better in, in terms of identifying and man, managing um and the or nms for you um you've got other platforms like farm outcomes um managing and um uh, nms for you um rwa are now referring patients to farm outcomes for um nms as well you've got the mys platform as well which makes them easier to record so there's all there's a lot of different methods of being able to record the nms and, and the nhs and fairness them are trying to make things easier but now as i said we're looking at march figures here the end of the covid year you know so It'll be interesting to see now the next three months data when they come out for the months that have just finished, um, how how many people have shifted a gear. Yeah, absolutely. So so there's a lot of help out there, I guess, is is what we're saying there. And it certainly be interesting to hear from, from listeners, how are you approaching NMS this year? Is this something you're going to have a renewed focus on? Uh, are you already using one or more of the, the tools and supports? Dale mentioned that. Do you think you're... NMS target is realistic. Um, you know, do let us know. We'd be be interested to hear. Okay, well, we've covered items and we've looked at services, and I think that's given us really the the big sort of broad strokes picture of the last financial year that we've just all, I, I guess, worked. And uh, I know in some cases, pharmacies worked very long hours and worked really under extreme conditions to get through. So. Survived through, yes. <laughs> survived through, survived through. So, what, what's our final take on these these figures? They're obviously they're a little bit down. I, yeah, you know, I think uh, after the year that we've had, I think you know we we, we should be celebrating all in pharmacy. Uh, and and from from me this year is more about the people and not the items. It's about you know the the work that the pharmacy industry has done about the guidance about the help that they've given to all of their patients and for the patients themselves you know it's been a really tough year so you know i think you draw a line under that year and you say we got through it let's let's lift our heads up and let's move forward i think there's there's a lot of 
um, additional income to be had in this contract um, that we're really only at the tipping point of. I think we might cover that next month. Um, you know, the, the CPCS, the NHS 111, how we're going to drive the more service-driven um, capabilities of our pharmacy. But just, you know, to, to sign off the year for uh, our pharmacy industry, well done, guys, and congratulations on getting through it. <laughs> <laughs> okay well very eloquently put it all and even a, a trailer there for the next episode so I, I don't think i can possibly add to that so it just remains for me to uh, say thanks once again to adele thank you to everyone that's taken the time to listen to our episode uh, if you do have any question or comment on anything we've talked about today please feel free to get in touch with us at pharmacy at realworldanalytics.com don't forget to subscribe to these podcasts on SoundCloud or your preferred platforms uh, if you haven't done so and you will get notifications when we release new episodes. So thank you for listening and look forward to talking to you next time. Thank you.